Jason, Josh, Fred, and Chris. Four men, four friends. Maybe we'll edit that out. Starts now. We should give him a shout out for that intro. All right. Well, Smitty, give him a shout out. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Fred. Fred with the intro. Coming through in the clutch. Fred with two Ds. Fred Carroll. <laughs> within the Fred, within the head of Fred podcast. Yeah. He's also got a writing series. I can't remember what it's called. He has another one? Yeah, it's for authors and stuff. Oh. Dude, he's got the best voice for a podcast. He sounds Thank like, you. like a, like an off-brand <laughs> Patrick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's cool. If I had his hey. voice, I'd be doing voiceovers for a living. The funniest people you ever meet, though. That sandwich is hilarious. Oh. How about my boy Frank Yeager, though, taking that dove last night? I, I mean, he could have ended it sooner, but, you know. You know what's funny, too, is I, I bet the hell out of the Bucks game, and I told him, take everything you want and put it on Frankie, and I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> and then the end, <laughs> it was close, yeah. though. I would have been sweating bullets if I bet on that. See, but, see, but that's the thing, though. Like, that fight right there just shows how much UFC has to work on the judges because you have a 48-47 for Frankie, a 49-46 uh, for Pedro. So right then and there, I was like, okay, Frankie ain't got a shot as third judge. Awesome, man. Like, and then you go – what's that? How are they that far off? That shit happens too often. But, it's but in, it's in that opinionated. Fight, though, but in that fight, though, I could see it because a lot of that fight was looking like Pedro was uh, taking charge of it. But see, where I disagree is because Frankie took him down in the second and the third. So right then and there, Frankie out outstruck him in the second and the third. So you would have to say Frank won it, but Pedro's strikes were more powerful. So where do you, I mean, that was just a close-ass fight in general. I don't see a 49-46 either way. A little bit Frankie of had more takedowns, didn't he? Yeah, the takedowns. yeah, he had two. I think he went two for seven on his takedowns. Like he was Those on, should be. Or at least more often. He was hitting them more often. It might not have been as hard, but he was definitely. Yeah. But he yeah. Was, he, like, he would give, he would hit him like three times and then eat one power shot. Yeah, I mean, de Frank definitely took a lot of damage. So did Pedro. I mean, that was a back-and-forth fight. But that's a great fight, man. For 25 minutes, there's no – the three of us would have been out in the first fucking two minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, those guys are 135 pounds. I mean, those, those guys have gas tanks. That was a great fight. I know Pedro was upset because he's ranked fifth. Um, I, I couldn't make it cardio-wise. Yeah. yeah, I mean – 38 years old, dude, the man, the man still got it. Tom's River, New Jersey. Jersey strong. Fucking, I'm so happy that that man fucking got that dub. I mean, honestly, if he would have lost that fight, probably would have been his last fight of his career. 
Gosh, you keep disappearing behind your background. It's not out. I'm invisible right completely right now. Come on back. But, uh, whatever. This can be an audio podcast. Win. Great win for him. Uh, Dana White and the uh, post-fight conference. Hilarious. Oh, out of, uh, the I've... greatest owner of all time. Co-owner, whatever the fuck he is. I mean, how do you feel about Oscar Dale Hoyer coming out of boxing with retirement does a beat cocaine ain't cheap <laughs> and then he turns around and says uh you know bellator's owner says that he has the greatest lightweight you know 155 or yeah 155 fighters in in, in the world and doesn't miss a beat again he goes every single one of them we cut so how the fuck <laughs> does he have the better guy i mean he's just living in imagination land i mean he just wants more people to watch the fight but that, I mean, Dana White's fucking, he's hilarious, man. He's had a, he's had a little beef with him for a while now, hasn't he? What's that? He's had a little beef with Oscar for a while now, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he had beef with Oscar um, when Oscar tried to do, what was it, Golden Boy, UFC, or MMA, or whatever. So Dana was Chuck Liddell's manager. And the only reason, you know, Chuck Liddell retires because Dana's like, dude, I, I mean, you're a friend of mine. I love you. I don't want to see you keep getting – because towards the end of his career, Chuck Liddell was just getting knocked out left and right, like, bad. And he's like, dude, like, I know you still want to fight, but, like, we'll give you hundred grand a year, okay? You, you still make a salary. Just work with the UFC. You have to, you know, pop in sometimes. Just show your face. Sounds all right to me. And then Oscar Del Hoy is like, I'll give you a million. <laughs> just get in the ring against Tito Ortiz. And he was like, well, well, I mean, that's a million dollars. I mean, he looked horrible. He looked that night like I could take him. I could carry him. I'm just saying, man, Chuck Chuck is done. But, I mean, Chuck's also 50-something years old and a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, dude's been in some wars. Man, he's got some miles on him. Oh yeah, he's got he's got fucking city, country, fucking he orbited around the world miles. I mean, that dude has miles on him. I mean, that's a Honda Civic, nineteen eighty nine Honda Civic. <laughs> Same transmission. It hasn't been the oil hasn't been changed once. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean He's an animal, but god damn it, man, you gotta give it up at some point. Um also, we got what Luca with the game-winning shot. He's such a beast, man. He's got average. What is that? Two-two, right now. Yeah, two-two. He's got to be probably my favorite player in the league, except for like Lillard and Camilla. I mean, Luka. That's some favorite. Favorite white player. Well, <laughs> stop like, beating around the bush. Uh, <laughs> what's up with y'all's new obsession of playing golf on PlayStation? This shit is so fun, man. The most boring sport in the world you're going to play on your PlayStation. It's so fun, man. I've played, I played probably like I – don't, I don't even know how to ballpark the amount of holes that I've played since Friday. Do you even like playing golf, like, for real? No, it's just fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most pain-in-the-ass sports you can play, like, for uh, leisure. Smitty and Chris and Seth are good at it. Well, Smitty and Chris are good at it, but I mean, um, I, I have more fun just talking shit. 
it's actually it's kind of weird too because you like when you're playing, you you, you kind of want the other person to do good at the same time. You're like, hey man, that was a nice fucking shot, and you're like, fuck it, watch this though. <laughs> well, that's kind of like when you're playing pool with your buddies. Well, yeah. As long as you're not putting money on it, but you kind of root for them. But you still, like, you can respect a good shot. Cause it's, it's, yeah. When you put it on a certain difficulty, it's hard to, you know, put that shit up there by the hole. I'm, I'm fucking, like, I was, I was like, I'm, like, this close to mastering the fucking putting. I made, like, <laughs> Dude, I saw a video this morning on Instagram of this five-year-old on a par three course with his dad. The fucking kid hit a hole in one. I had to watch that three times to see the ball. I saw the – Yeah, I did too. So, you know what I'm talking about? I've seen that video too now, Josh. Where he's up on the hill. I thought Dude, the, that shit was wild. I thought that was the ball, and I thought his dad was fucking with him. And then yeah, I did too at first. But then I watched it again. I was like, man, that little bastard did the hole in one, didn't he? Yeah. You had to look close, but you could see the ball where it hit the ground and rolled. That shit was crazy, though. The dad was pumped. <laughs> Dude, did you see the where the kid took his glasses off and he was like getting ready like he was a pro and then just knocks it right in? Uh, R.I.P. to Kobe. I mean, it would have been his 42nd birthday today. Birthday, Kobe. What's today? Uh, all the Dodgers. The Mamba. You know when they line up on the on the third baseline or whatever before the game for the national anthem and stuff. All the Dodgers players were wearing uh, Kobe Laker jerseys. Damn. That's dope. And Bryce Harper had he wore a Kobe jersey under his jersey for the whole game. That's kind of cool. Dope. Not a Bryce Harper fan, but that is pretty cool. <laughs> Bryce Harper's a fan, but that was cool. Yeah, I I don't really care for Bryce Harper at all. If he goes over seven hundred, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> if he turns out to be the next Chris Davis, I would just laugh. <laughs> Earl Thomas leaving Baltimore. I know my buddy Smitty's a little happy about that. Hopefully coming to Cowboys, man. We could use his help. Apparently, he got into a fight in practice like yesterday. The day before. That was like the funniest draw. But he got into a fight with, uh, was it Chuck Clark? Who the fuck is Chuck Clark? Uh, that's, that was the main question I was going to ask. <laughs> But apparently that's who we got to an argument with. Um, and then they just released his ass. I, I, if you're this do not him, he, he's never going to be a cop. I said at this point, if he if he doesn't go to Dallas, then okay. he's okay. never going to – He's. I mean. There's interest with the Texans and 49ers too. But if he doesn't sign with the Cowboys now, he never will. I think we kind of missed the boat on – the good Earl Thomas, but he's still – we need fucking secondary help, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you guys might want to work on that quickly. When Corey Terry is uh, ACL, you might have some little bit of money left, so. They saved some money. There was some sort of clause in his contract for that exact injury, so they must have known something because there was some sort of clause with, if he hurt his quad that they could release him and save, like, a million dollars or something. Yeah, so I'm – when they made the contract that that was going to happen, but there is there is cap room now, and I was thinking about dude, like the day that he got hurt, uh, 
was like two days before that we signed Everson Griffin. And then I forgot all about Don Terry Poe. And we had fucking uh, Alden Smith. I was like, dude, we have the best fucking pass rush ever from like 2015. <laughs> you got Smith? Yeah. Apparently he's been killing it in camp too. Has he not got arrested yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, the only other person in North America that was getting arrested more was me for like the longest time compared to him. I mean. Except for that guy on the Lions. What was that receiver from Boise State? Oh, Jesus Christ. Got arrested twice in one day for uh, – Yeah. Got a DUI, got arrested, and then he jumped the fence at the fucking impound lot to try to steal his car back. Yeah. <laughs> How do you have time to get arrested twice in one day? That wasn't Nate Burris, was it? No, it was a guy from uh, Boise State. I want to say it was Dante Pettis, but that doesn't sound right. How long does it take to get out of jail after you get a DUI? Depends. Three hours, four hours. The whole That's time. it? Well, it depends it could on be, the you know, I can get there. It depends on what the – what is it called? The mattress? Mattresses? Magistrate. Mm, it depends on how long it takes them to put a uh, bond out for you. It depends on uh, if – how high your bond is. depends how long it takes them to get you in there. Hattie's Young was the guy's name. What was it? Hattie's Young. Yeah. Is it true if you get arrested on a Friday night, they don't you can't get out until Monday morning? That is no, I mean you still can get out. It, unlikely, but you still can. I think yeah, mine was a Saturday, so you yeah, didn't sit the whole weekend? No, I was no. I've been arrested on Saturday and Sunday. Not the same day. Man, I need to bump my numbers up. No, you don't. <laughs> you want no problems. You got to get arrested at least once. You're not living. Yeah, well, I've done it too many times. I'm good now. <laughs> I'm, I'm on one. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it there. <laughs> the kid that I drive to work every day, we go. To, uh, we stop at QT every night because I want to get like a – actually, I'll tell you right now. There's that core. Core power. This shit tastes like a strawberry milkshake. Fucking delicious. How much, how much sugar is in that? Doesn't really even matter, bro. Uh, like three grams, seven grams. That's a little high. How many carbs? Uh, uh, dude, I lost fucking just on Friday. Friday night, I lost five and a half pounds. In sweat. Hey, you probably gained all this. <laughs> I weighed one eighty-five Saturday morning. Today, I weighed one eighty-seven. Not bad. No, uh, I mean. I'm I'm actually starting to use creamer and coffee again. I'm not a shit on my diet. Life, I'm 175 and I'm only 5'8". So, I mean, you're doing pretty good only take having 10 pounds on me. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back, back down to 170, 165 shortly. How tall are you? Start running all time. Yeah. Like even? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if you got down to 175, you'd be pretty slim. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like I could get back down to 170 easily. I feel like that's like a good weight for me for like uh for like the job I do now. Yeah. Um, any anything lower, it's kind of like, wouldn't be healthy. Don't you don't want to be new. six foot weighing one fucking 160. I mean, personally, I don't really care what I 
what I weigh, as long as I feel good. I just didn't feel good at 150 back in the day. I mean, got it's too dizzy thin. a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, I had a high school, I was 155, and uh, there was one point people thought I was on drugs all the time, just how skinny I was, and it was just from Harris Teeter. I mean, Smitty knows the type of work that I do now. It's not easy. It's not. I mean, the average amount of miles that I, I run a night is, what, like 10 is the lowest. I think the highest is 15 so far, so anywhere between 10 to 15 miles a night, and it's not like I'm just – it's, it might be in eight hours, ten hours, but it, it's not just like I'm I'm running, physically running. I'm lifting boxes, lifting 80 pounds, 20 pounds. I mean, every single second. So, it's a lot of weight. I mean, you got to get your body conditioned to do that shit. When I be doing work, I'll be starving. I was down to 150 last year. This time last year in a – I did not feel good at one. I felt my best around 160. 150, I felt like like I had no energy at all. And I was at like 5% body fat. 150 since like ninth grade. <laughs> well, dude, when I was in high school, I weighed like – I was in the 180s during football season. When I wrestled, I got down to 145. That took a drastic fucking drop one year. Dude, think about this shit. Frankie was 135 Saturday or Friday. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Frank, Frankie's probably how tall are you, Josh? Five eight. I'm five eight. Yeah, I think Frankie's five eight. Man, I mean, dude, I couldn't even imagine being at one thirty five. That's gotta be like zero percent body fat. That's ridiculous. I mean, I was literally five, maybe six percent at most at one fifty. So if I was one thirty five, I wouldn't be, dude. I'd be like passing, passing out and shit. I mean. For his age to go down, too, like, usually the older a fighter gets, they go up weight classes. That's yeah. just insane, man. How many he times looked like the he has uh, came while he's shit? Who, What's Frankie? Yeah. Or me? Uh, <laughs> Frankie. Frankie's zero. How many yeah, you don't insult? know that. Like, what, don't, don't ever insult like that. How many people are there in the world? Seven billion? Yeah. How many people do you think have actually came while he's shit? Well, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> Not from like dick sucked or anything. Just like they were poop, pushing poop out and they came. <laughs> no, that's not how it happens. That's it's not how you don't. That'd be like less than a hundred. <laughs> no, dude, that's not how it happens. It's not when you're actually pushing Point poop out. Zero, it's just... zero, zero, one. <laughs> it's just when you're. It's it's from pushing. It's not. It's like when you're so constipated, you're just pushing, but nothing's Bro, coming out. The more you keep trying to detail this shit, the gayer it sounds. It, it is what it is, man. It's not gay. Oh, sounds awesome. <laughs> and it's not like you're – it's not like a full fucking load. It's just like a little, you know, like a little little squirt. Why, why are we back on this topic again? <laughs> Jason brought it up. <laughs> this is funny. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude. I found out that this motherfucker had somebody in his family that worked for the mob as a hitman. Oh, yeah. No, and I called bullshit on it. This motherfucker Googled that shit. Wikipedia fucking confirmed it. I got like a, a great cousin or uncle or what. I don't know. how. It was one of my grandpa's cousins. He was a hitman for the L.A. crime family and the Gambino family. Oh, shit. Back in the 80s. Yeah. So from both ends of the country, huh? Yeah. 
He was, yeah, he's working with two of the, of the major. West. You really want to know what's next? Let's go. <laughs> well, back in the 80s, a lot of families started working together because they got into the drug trade. So they were working on the West and the East Coast because it, it wasn't just running numbers and loan sharking and shit. So one rule was no drugs. That's what got uh, no. Gotti in. Henry Hill. Well, they, a lot no, of Gotti them got, got fucked. Gotti got in trouble because of a bug phone. Well, he's a lot like, of them got fucked in the 80s because they got into heroin. That's what that was one of the big downturns, the mob. But yeah, he was a hitman. He got busted, or well, his family got busted. His brother had turned on him or something. And uh, when his brother turned, he went and worked for the FBI as an informant and was able to get off. Then he married uh, Denise Brown, who's Nicole Brown's uh, uh, sister. And he testified against OJ at the OJ trial. Who's Nicole Brown? OJ Nicole Simpson. Oh. That girl OJ allegedly uh, cut her head off. Yeah, and then wrote a book about how he would have done it. <laughs> yeah. At least I would have done it. So <laughs> I didn't I got it wrong when I was telling Fred. I thought he came out of retire or came out of witness protection to write a book. He actually came out of witness protection to testify against OJ at the trial. Who your cousin? Yeah. His name was Anthony the Animal Fiato. Oh, same last name, huh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I call bullshit, and then he fucking... There, dude. He said it to me, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. He's got... They did a documentary about him, books, like a whole bunch of shit. That means Josh is the runt of the litter in his family since he says <laughs> that shit coming while he shits. <laughs> You have to type Anthony FIA for him to pop up on Google. Huh? Well, you got to think all this shit went down in the 80s. It's not as relevant anymore. Became an undercover informant. They didn't have to put that part on there, huh? <laughs> but, dude, you got to think it was smart on his part because he never had to do any real prison time. I mean, he was a hitman, and he walked free. He's still fucking kicking. He's got a Twitter account. <laughs> he's still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's we're, 70 we're, years old. All these other guys are still in prison. He walked free, and he was a hitman. He killed more people uh, than the guys he turned in. What's, what's, his, what's his Twitter oh. handle? Uh, hitman123? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, at L.A. Mob Slugger. Nice. <laughs> What a guy. Dude, how, how cool would that be, though? You're a fucking hitman. You make all this money. You turn on everyone. I mean, I guess that part's not cool. But you turn on everyone. You walk free. And then you can have an, a fucking Twitter handle that says L.A. Mob Slugger. And you can talk about how you killed people and shit. And you're just free. You got immunity. That's pretty cool. Dude, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, Goodfellas, one of my favorite movies of all time. How they portrayed Henry Hill in that movie. <laughs> should be a fucking crime because the real life Henry Hill is such a fucking whack job. Well, no, they did like, at the end. They showed him going crazy. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Spinny, uh, remember that 30 for 30? The Boston uh, Boston College scandal? Yeah. yeah. Dude, every time Henry Hill, like the first time, I was like, that's real life Henry Hill? Like, I got excited as shit and I was like, oh, this dude's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> was walking around in like bathrobes and shit yeah but they said he's he not like just to seem 
crazy, but he was really that crazy. Yeah. Dude, but think about it. You got to be a little crazy. Too. He's a full-blown alcoholic. I can't remember. I think he still lives in Washington. They said he did that just to, like, to, like, keep the cops, like, off him. You know, like, oh, this guy's crazy. He can't be doing anything. Have y'all seen that new nah, Netflix like, series, Fear City? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Right. This shit's wild, man. Can you imagine being the guy, the FBI guy that has to go into these people's house to pretend you're the cable dude and put a bug in their fucking house? Didn't he ask yeah. the guy to hold a light, uh, flashlight for him? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> While he's putting it in his TV. Dude, I'd be scared to death. In the dude, the first guy he bugged was like the hitman for one of the. I can't remember which family it was, but it was one of the big ones. Like he was like the fucking guy that killed everyone. That just fascinates me, man. I love the mob. I do too, dude. It's wild thinking about how like unstable some of these guys were, but then also how structured everything was. Have you heard uh, the podcast about the mob? Uh huh. There's there's different. Uh, let me find it. There's different like episodes. I think it's like two episodes on each guy. It's called Mafia. There's two whole seasons. I might check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. Dude, I think it's crazy how they were so good. Like they were so intimidating. The cops were scared of them. They had judges on the books. Like they could get away with whatever they wanted. Even the FBI couldn't touch them until they uh, developed those RICO laws. Like all they could do were bust the lower level guys. They couldn't touch anyone else. They were smart about it, and they, they ran. Yeah, but who was like corporation? Uh, yeah. Who was uh the one I was asking you about earlier? The hitman, Iceman. Iceman, yeah. Dude, dude was savage. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he had morals. Like he wouldn't kill tri- uh, children and women and women and children, whatever. But uh, a lot of them had morals. I mean, that's just like ridiculous. Like he had felt no remorse either. Like, okay, you're just. Got to kill you. Sorry. Bye. A lot of these families, they would threaten people's families, but they wouldn't hurt them. Like a, a lot of the good fam- like good mobs, well, not good, but a lot of the real powerful ones, they wouldn't fuck with people's wives or kids. Even people that owed them money. Like they, yeah, they sh- I don't know. They shouldn't. They had a code. Yeah. And a lot of crime organizations now don't have any type of code. They'll do whatever. Which is well, like, like now you need more of a code than ever, you know. Like you're still- yeah, but they don't. Like, like a cartel, bro. Cartel is fucking dirty. I'm not saying anything about the cartel. <laughs> they're not gonna come to. They're not gonna come to your address. First of all, tone down a little bit. <laughs> so if you're in this general location. <laughs> What's his address again? <laughs> yeah, what college do you live right outside of? UNCC? He's <laughs> <laughs> just throwing smoke and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it turns out we had fucking 15 listeners, but one of them was these assholes. <laughs> hey, what I say? They make it fun of you, Holmes. <laughs> there you go, doing voices and shit. <laughs> the thing that blows my mind about the mob too is they had they were in power for over a hundred fucking years. Because they were smart before they got busted. I mean, it was generations upon generations of families that ran this shit. Did they also not like help out a little bit too? Yeah. Oh yeah, they put lots of money in their communities. Well, I mean, they got the union up up north still. I mean, 
it would keep people safe and shit. And like, I mean, not yeah. I mean, not really, but they were also helping out if they could, and it was to keep people on their side. What's a what's his name? Uh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, he did the same kind of shit. a million dollars in cash to keep his daughter warm. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the mob, if you didn't get involved with them, like borrow money and shit, you just lived in the community, they would protect you. Like they were, people trusted the mob more than they trusted the police at one point in time. Because they were about that like, action. Yeah, they felt safe in their neighborhoods and the mob would put a lot of money into like uh, social stuff. Like they'd put money into parks and recreation centers for kids. They don't like donate money to boys and girls clubs, stuff like that. What was that movie that uh, Johnny Depp played in? He played the monster. Oh, oh, uh, oh the old, uh, what the fuck is that? He didn't play some, a mobster, he's a bank robber. No, it was, it was, it was the guy from Boston in the Irish crime family. I know what you're talking about. I'm thinking of that one uh, where he went around robbing some, all some, the banks. Some enemy, right? Public enemy. No, public, public enemy, enemy was about the bank robber. That wasn't mafia. No, I got you. It was Whitey Ford, wasn't it? Yeah, Whitey Ford. Yeah. Yeah. That was Public Enemy. I believe so. And then every, when he got shot out of the side of the movie theater. Public enemies. It was in the Christian. Enemies. Movie. Yeah. I mean, everybody was sad when he got shot because he was like Robin Hood. He would steal from the fucking yeah. rich and give to the poor. Well, yeah, he would steal from the banks. And uh, when he'd go rob a bank, he would he would give people their money back if they freaked out and like threw their money in front of him. Like he would, he would only take the bank's money. He wouldn't take anyone's personal funds. What a guy. Huh? Yeah. Really? He was a I character. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who is the other? Who is the other real thing? Whitey Bulger or something? So you know what I'm talking about? That's who it was. That Johnny Depp. That's what it was. Whitey Ford was a pitch for the Yankees. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little confused. <laughs> he was pitching balls on fucking Friday nights yeah. and robbing bags yeah. Monday morning. <laughs> What's that, Smitty? He was Ron Dillinger in that movie, but he did have another one recently. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, John Dillinger. He wasn't a, a mafia guy. He was just a bank robber. Uh, yeah, he had he had another one, though, more recent than that. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. There was one that came out about Whitey, uh, what, Whitey Bulger. Yeah, that's the one that uh, – it doesn't want to bother me. Are you from Southie? Black Mass. Yeah, Wait, he was a Irish mob, wasn't he? Yeah. That so that was the Boston one that you were thinking about. That's the one that Johnny Depp was uh, Whitey Bulger. There was a big feud between uh, the Irish mob and the uh, Italian mobs back in the day. They fucking hated each other. Pretty sure they don't like each other now. <laughs> their parents used to disown their kids if they had an Irish daughter and she married an Italian. Yeah, well, fucking, I'm a Mick. I know probably Smitty's a Mick. I'm both. Half Mick, <laughs> half, 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 Mick half guinea fuck. I got like 2% Russian in me. I got an Italian last name and I look Irish as fuck. I got a fucking, I got a German last name with a Jewish nose with fucking, with uh, Italian hair. With, with Irish problems. It doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Irish problems. Yeah. 
Dude, I'm telling you, I could go to Ireland right now and I'd blend right in. If I could do the accent, no one would know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they don't serve fucking fruit drinks over there. Their drinks are fucking room temperature beers and, <laughs> and it's fucking dark beers. No, they have cold. My brother just went there last year on vacation. They had a. Oh, my bad, my bad. I forgot you, Rich. <laughs> no, dude, his girlfriend paid for it. I was looking. I easy. forgot. Uh, those trips really aren't that much, man. You can go down there and back for like 2500 bucks. You can go for about the price you spend to go to California. Not bad. I, I just never had a desire to go to Ireland. Uh, I wanted to go to Italy at one point. My grandma said, fucking sit. Uh, Italy was a, a shithole wherever she went. I think it was. No. Yes. My grandmother my dad... loves Italy. Like, she used well, to talk I... about Italy all the time. I want to go yeah, to Yeah, uh, Camille. My Camille dad... said she went there, uh, it was last year? I think it was last summer, bro. She said she fucking hated it. Said it was dirty as fuck. Dude, my dad and my stepmom went last August, spent most of the month there. They loved it. They said it was beautiful. Yeah, well, they were probably on a yacht, you know. <laughs> Probably had lobster for breakfast, you know, like caviar for lunch. I'm like, oh, oh, they said it was expensive though. They're fucking price once the hotels again, and food and all that shit. Yeah, once, once again, <laughs> my grandma, my grandma didn't have that fucking experience. <laughs> she stayed at a damn uh, commune or not commune. What are those things? Hostels. <laughs> Watch your goddamn mouth. <laughs> I would love to go to Italy. I'll tell you what, the time me and Smitty stayed up New Year's, I think it was last year. Not the one that just passed, the one before, yeah, the one before. It was me, Smitty, and my grandmother. It was after the uh, Holly, or not Holly Holmes, uh, Cyborg and uh, Man of Nunez fight. John Jones fought that night, too. Yeah, John Jones fought, uh, who the hell did he fight that night? Anyway. Uh, the white dude. God damn, I can't remember his name. Anyway. So we talked outside of my grandma for like an hour and a half, two hours, shit-faced drunk. And she was telling stories about my grandfather and like how he used to collect for bookies. Mm-hmm. And how like the police used to fucking come to the house. And she'd be like, yeah, he's up in New- like upstate New York cutting trees or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd call him and be like, John, stay up there for another week. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, he fucking broke in the door and beat some dude down with a baseball bat over like, you know, God knows how much, maybe 200 bucks or whatever it was back then. Oh, one time, this is uh, before my daughter was born and I was living with Smitty. And for some reason, like, me and Kellen were not getting along. Oh, really? And, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but she wanted, her grandfather had passed on her dad's side, which she didn't get along with her father either, but whatever. So she calls me up, like, two days before, and she's like, uh, my grandfather died, and he usually come to the funeral with me. I'm like, okay. So she comes pick me up that, I think it was a Sunday. And... Right before I leave, Smitty's like, took the Knicks, getting 26 and a half. I'm like, all right, let's go Knicks. They're playing the Cavs. I mean, That's 26 and a half is a lot of points, though. So, yeah, LeBron was still in the Cavs. And... Yeah, this is, what, five, six years ago. So, 
I go to the funeral. I'm sitting there. I have my phone on vibrate. You know, I, and I'm looking at left and to my right, and I see these people crying over this man. Uh, you know, I feel bad. I don't <coughs> personally give a fuck, but um, I see everybody, you know, crying and shit. So my phone goes off, and I hear fucking <laughs> So I check the fucking text message. And it's from Smitty. It says, these motherfuckers lost my 27. And I had a I, I literally go like, uh, like I pull the phone out. And fucking Kettle looks at me. She goes, are you fucking kidding me right now? And I thought I have tears rolling down my face because I am laughing so fucking hard that I am playing this shit off. Like I am crying because this dude died. I, dude, I, I'm not even exaggerating. I probably had about five or six tears, and I'm just, it, it, the whole time fucking laughing. He's a great boyfriend. He cares that much, huh? <laughs> Never even met the man, but he really, you know, he's really hitting him hard. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god, dude! People are hugging you and shit. No, hell no! They're giving me a look. Meanwhile, I'm like the fucking next didn't cover because <laughs> where that it really man? didn't cover. <laughs> They really didn't cover. <laughs> but, you can't be shitty enough to lose by 20. You got to lose by 27. They were yeah, off I mean, by more than 50 fucking points to cover it. Huh? Oh, if they, they lost. Six and a half points. They lost by 27. They were oh. getting 26. Oh, okay. They Come actually on. lost by 27. Yeah, got uh, it. You don't, you don't understand, Ben. I'm thinking about becoming a bookie, though. Well, not the way you put numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me sign up. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, I was. Well, you were you were giving three, and you only won by two. So, all right, you won by five. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, had a good week. Really? Yeah, finally. Yeah, the only book first one of the summer. No, actually, I was in a good streak right before we started this shitty show. <laughs> Ever since then, it's been downhill. But I <laughs> maybe it's the show that's causing your bad luck. Yeah, because I didn't do one last week. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did I? Fuck yeah, you did. Monday. Yeah. yeah Best podcast we ever did. Hey, what about my oh, boys no, bringing no. home the trophy? Huh? What about my boys winning? Who? Soccer. Oh, you, yeah, I bet on. Them. I also took the over. Two best offenses, like two of the best offenses in the world. Over was three and a half. They win one nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all they needed. I did bet them though. What's the over in soccer if it's normally only a one or two point game? Nah, it's, usually, it's usually three. Two and a half, three. Two and a half, three. Three and a half for like high scoring teams. I don't know enough about soccer. At Atlantic in uh, Italy, them motherfuckers. Oh, you mean that shithole country that you were talking about? Yeah, the one time they didn't cover. Uh, they'll put up like six goals a game most of the time. I wouldn't say most of the time, but they would score three a lot. I remember there was one time we were zero with like three minutes going into a half, and they scored like back-to-back goals. I'm like, okay, check the phone. You know, like 30, 45 minutes later, it's fucking 6-1. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
won that bet. They they were they were one of those teams. You're like, see a lot of teams like they score a lot of goals. They would score a couple and then they would just play slow the rest of the game. They didn't give a fuck, dude. They would be up four nothing, and they would be trying to score in like when there's only like ten minutes left in the game. They were still trying to score. I got my baseball. They're just trying to hit home runs. Speaking, I got my identity stolen this morning. Hold on, save that thought, Josh. Speaking of baseball. What's up with like how how pussy has baseball gotten to where the Rangers were mad that the Padres player Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a home hit a grand slam on a three zero count and they really got mad because he hit the fucking home run. On a uh, he missed yeah, but they hit he missed the tape call, swung, hit a grand slam, and they got fucking mad that he hit a grand slam. Like if you're getting yeah, the, the guy hitting a grand slam, don't fucking go down three zero, don't load the bases, and don't give up the fucking home run. That's their fault. Yeah, but they were also what, down ten to three, I think, or whatever the fuck it was, nine to three, or don't matter. Contract where he gets more money for home runs that he hits, and he misses it by with that one home run. No, I'm on your side. I don't really give a fuck about the written rules of baseball, man. I mean, the old rules, written rules, whatever you want to call it. I mean, they hit four grand slams. Uh, the first team. Yeah. In baseball history, they hit four grand slams in a row. You wouldn't four have games. If you didn't hit that home run, though. You know, like, why? It, it, to me, it don't make a fuck. It don't make a difference. I mean, good for them. Manny Machado hit a walk-off. Uh, <clears throat> what the fuck is that, dude? Who's the, the outfielder? Uh, God damn it, what the hell's his name? Myers? Will Myers? Will Myers, speaking of which, yeah. who, who the fuck spells Will with one L? His parents. Mm. Who does that? There's, I think there's a football or baseball. There's a football or basketball player that has a WIL. I can't remember who the fuck it is. Baseball player. Yeah, I know it's Will Myers, and I, there's this, there's one other. Nah, dude. I want to say it's in football for some reason. <laughs> Anywho, <clears throat> that and I think it was Eric uh, Holmeser. Hosmer. Something like that. Yeah, he's been on the road. Hosmer, yeah. But still, like, how pussy, yeah. like, where they're mad because they're going to slam. Well, and it was in the eighth inning, too. Like, what are, like, what are they going to do? Go up and strike out on purpose three times in a row, both innings? That's when they usually put the backups in. But I've seen Whatever. It. I say fuck it. Before where a team would come back from that deficit. So why? It's not like they were going to stop trying. So why is he supposed to stop trying? Exactly. I, plus, I mean, you could argue batting average and all that other bullshit. Yeah. Like, what if that one home run? Get mad all you want. Because the difference that made him get the triple crown because it's four RBIs in him. I will, I will say this one thing, though. I thought it was funny when they looked at Manny Machado after he hits the grand slam, and Machado's like, fuck. <laughs> I know I'm about to get hit with the next pitch. <laughs> That's the thing, too. I mean – is like if you fuck somebody up, or like if you like if your pitcher hits somebody like one of your better players, then you come back and hit their player. That's that's like the one cool unwritten rule. Other than that, the unwritten rules are kind of stupid. Eh, it's the same thing in hockey though. If they get too, you know, like how hockey players control the game. I, I mean, I like that shit too. I mean, when yeah. shit's getting a little crazy, they put they put the the guy out there. You know, usually the fucking six foot seven defenseman. They put they put Char out in his business. 
Yeah, and then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of hockey too, man. We, if you wanna if you wanna kill thirty minutes and you wanna be entertained, go on YouTube and look up hockey players shit talking each other. That shit's so funny. <laughs> Is it funny because it's it's different? Like it's Canadians and like uh, Czechoslovakians talking shit too, and it's like broken. There's English. Americans too. They're so funny though. One guy in the Bruins, I think his name was Sean Thornton. He was like kind of skating around a little bit after the play. And then some guy like barely nudged him. And he was, oh man, would you grow a set? You want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> he offered to fight him and the guy wouldn't fight him. He said, like, come on, man, we'll throw the gloves down. And he, he took his gloves off and the other guy wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch uh, hockey fight completions on YouTube. What was that word? Huh? What was that word you just used? Comple- completions? <laughs> What's it called? Uh, what did they call it? <laughs> Not, not completions. Compilations. <laughs> Compilations, yeah. <laughs> not completions. <laughs> they were getting real excited when they were fighting. A completion is <laughs> a completion is something that a quarterback I, I, does after he completes a pass. Or it's something I do when I take a shit. Hey-oh. <laughs> hey, shout out to Madden. Shout out to Madden for getting all these horrible reviews though. Um a lot of people ain't happy with Madden, even though it officially hasn't came out yet. I think tomorrow. Is it tomorrow, Smitty? The 25th? I think it's Friday. How's it getting uh, bad Friday. reviews if it hasn't come out yet? Because they have – if you have EA uh, access. You get it early. You get it early. But uh, shout out to them and whoever posted the video on YouTube. I can't remember who it was. Washington football team. I, I, I think it's just fucking hilarious. That's like, what they, they call No logo. Yeah, that's literally what I'm at. Have it's they officially changed your name yet? No, that's not going by that. It's a, because sure. of this podcast, I got my identity stolen. Yeah, what happened with that? Really? Yeah, I uh, someone hacked our Instagram. And because, <laughs> you know, I do uh, ads on Instagram through in, like Instagram and Facebook. Someone hacked the Instagram, somehow got my credit card information. <laughs> started fucking uh charging my account 80 bucks a day and i didn't notice it until this morning there we go so i was fucking it in it the way it popped up is they tried to make, <laughs> they tried to make it <laughs> just don't tilt that camera down <laughs> they tried to oh, make it look like some payments guy. yeah he was i don't worry <laughs> they tried to make it look like the payments were coming from Facebook. And so I called fucking Bank of America this morning, and they had to go through every payment. And apparently they've been doing this shit for five weeks. They started out with $10 charges, then went up to 20 Then they got ballsy and started hitting me for 80 bucks a day this week. So they fucked up, man. Yeah. So you got so a big go- check coming your way. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to credit it. But they said it could take up like seven days. They canceled my fucking card. Oh, that's a pain, so man. I- So I got to use my other credit card and I really don't want to because I use that strictly for gas because I don't keep up with fucking credit card payments like I should. Like I just, I use it for gas, same amount every single month and I have it auto set to pay it. So I'm going to end up fucking up and forgetting to change the auto set. With no job, your gas has to be like 20 bucks a month, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, 45 man. probably. I, I filled 50. up for the first time in three weeks. Really? Yep. I get good gas mileage in my car, too. So even when I was working, it wasn't terrible. But I fill up I probably do. once every two weeks. I don't drive far anymore, so this is awesome. Dude, I literally drive to that gas station 
up the street and home. Herps. Or the, yeah, or the grocery store that's right in the same complex. That would be a food line. I, I don't Bro, Herps, they, uh, you know that guy that's always there, the Indian dude? Yeah. I went there in my uniform before a drill the other day, and I had, like, I bought a car charger and a new cord. So I lost my fucking car charger. And then I got a bunch of drinks and stuff like that. And uh, it was like 55 bucks. And the dude, like, I go to pull out my card. He told me to leave. Like, just take my shit and leave. Like, he didn't charge me a dime. You can go everywhere like that. It's never had, like, normally you go to airports, people pay for your food. And if you go to a restaurant, sometimes people pay for your food. I've never gone to a store and the clerk was like, yeah, I got this. And it was like 50 fucking, like $55. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. So I'm, I'm loyal customer to them now. Oh yeah. It's the only place I'm gonna get gas from now on. The only thing you hope that the only thing you hope you avoid the rest of your life. Herps. What? Herps. <laughs> the herps, but you don't want the herps. Well, if I get it, I'm. My wife's got some explaining to do. Hey, speaking of which, our buddy, I'm pretty sure if that ever happened. gets fucked up because it'll be like see, everybody breeze. says like with good yep. it'll be like breeze yep. laundry then my kids and then i'll just forget to do mine hey speaking of kids laundry what the fuck is it with kids that every single thing they wear is inside out when they take it off it's easier to take off because i'll take a shirt and grab it from the bottom and just pull it straight up Maisie wears a lot of dresses so it's the same problem yeah Dude, does Maisie change her clothes like three times a day? No, I don't give her the option to. Dude, Jenna <laughs> will just randomly go upstairs and put on new clothes. Just out of nowhere. She'll come downstairs in this dress. We won't be going anywhere. Just hanging out. She'll just throw on a fucking dress. Then when she wants to go play yeah, outside, I mean, she'll go upstairs and throw on something else. She'll, she'll want to like, sometimes like after I get her changed, she'll be like, I like this dress. I'm like, okay, we'll wear that tomorrow. I mean, she doesn't get the the only the only thing she like in the morning. We'll do breakfast. Get the old waffles, then we'll brush her teeth, wash her face, and then I'll change her out of her pajamas into whatever she's gonna wear for the day, and then bath time and pajamas again. So I mean, I don't give her that option of changing shit unless we're like you know gonna go out somewhere or. Oh, whatever the case is. Concept of pajamas, either. <laughs> you don't say kids. I don't. I don't get it. You don't get pajamas. Yeah. When you're a kid, it's for like, a kid. Yeah. What oh. do you mean? What are you supposed to put in the bed? Then? First of all, I mean I sleep naked. I don't expect a kid to do that. But <laughs> when I was younger, it would just be like underwear. Well, yeah, for me, my son does that, but my daughter ain't gonna. <laughs> I get too hot, man. Last thing I want is more clothes on. Well, they make pajama shorts. <laughs> my daughter wears like basically kind of like a like a. It's kind of like basically a sundress. Uh, like yeah, yeah, like a nightgown. Like how are you? Saying? Nightgown, thank you. Nightgowns are for old ladies. Anyway, <laughs> young girl. I mean, you're not gonna put your daughter to bed in fucking underwear and a t-shirt. 
as far as like laundry, like how often do you wear pajamas? Do you wear it for the whole week, or do you wear it for like two days, or do you wear it one day? Well, my kids, me personally, I just sleep in boxers. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't get the concept of it. I don't have kids, so I don't really have to think about that aspect of it. I mean, it's just easier. With kids, you gotta change it every day because they're gonna wear it in the morning until it's time to like start getting ready. Yeah. Like the first. Well, like in the winter, I got they wear these long sleeve shirt, pajama shirts, and long sleeve or long pants, pajamas and shit. I know, I know the material that Maisie wears during the winter has to be comfortable shit because it's all soft and fluffy. Yeah. And then on top of that, too, is like she'll get excited to put her pajamas on if it's a certain one she wants to wear, so it's just easier. I, I mean. When I was a kid, I used to have I'm over here wearing the same same shorts and T-shirt that I always wear. I go fucking butt. I get too hot. I can't do that. That's fucking awesome. You should try it. Nah, I have tried it. I can't stand it when you're like sleeping, you pull up the covers and your fucking dick falls over and it's laying on your leg. It's like, it's got to be fucking down. What's that got to do with the short? I mean, what's the fucking shorts doing? Nah, well, I wear uh, those uh, sacks underwear. You know what I'm talking about? They got like a Boxers? compartment. Nah, they're, they're called sacks, but they yeah. got a, uh, a compartment for your dick and your balls. So you like just put it like over your head, like the overhead compartment on an airplane, or I don't get it. <laughs> no, it's like you put them on. It's got like a slit in it with like an extra little piece, and just everything goes in there, keeps it all in place. Is that where Bree like could just take it and put on the mantle for the night? <laughs> go back to bed? <laughs> like I don't get it. No, it just it holds every. It's for working out and shit, but it keeps everything <laughs> kind of right there in place. You don't have to worry about flapping around. You have a detachable penis. The best song ever. Worst song slash best song ever. Gosh, have you heard that thing? It's called what a, song? A detachable penis. It's fucking uh-uh. awesome. <laughs> I would lose it. It's from the 80s? Who knows? Dude, I lost my glasses for four oh, days. Oh. I just found them before we started this podcast. How do you lose them? You we, just talked, we just told you about a song called Detachable Penis, and you're talking about your fucking glasses. No, I'm saying I would lose it if it was detachable. Yeah, but from the way you talk about it, it's so big you can't miss it. Like, fuck, where's my dick? <laughs> where's my dick? Bam. Oh, I like you would trip over it out of bed every day. <laughs> I would be like trying to find one of those little lighters. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's that mini dick at? Shit gets lost in your pocket. <laughs> Is that my <laughs> Mine would be like headphones after you stick it in your pocket and be all tangled up and shit. Smitty, <laughs> you still gambling on a NASCAR? No, nah, I've been the same like still three, bet on NASCAR? No. No, the same guys keep like there's like three or four guys that keep winning and the, the money the, the odds on them has come back so far. So Can you bet on motocross? Uh, I don't think we I don't think we have that option on ours. But that seems like one of those sports where the same guy wins over and over that it's not even worth it. Eh, it's hit or miss because you got a lot more wrecks and mechanical issues. Yeah, but how fucking mad would you be if you bet the guy that's winning and he just fucking crashed? Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the uh I feel like you'd have a better chance of hitting big 
with motocross. And every time, every city they go to, the track's different. It's not the same every time. When they, they build different tracks based on where they're uh, racing at. Yeah, that's one of those things that were like the money. The money that you win isn't worth that the money to invest. Yeah, I'd rather do that's what parlay and try to hit that. It's way. an exciting sport to watch, though. I've watched it a couple times. It's really not that bad. It's just it's confusing as fuck because you don't know who you see unless we see. used to go in a uh, what city was it? Talladega. They do a big uh, race there every summer for every uh, spring. Then we'd go to another one. There's a big track in upstate New York called Unadilla. That one was fun as hell. I just Kevin Harvick, uh, you got a 700 win. 700th win? I believe that's what it said. Absolutely no chance. 700? In what? There's no way. What does he do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Congratulations, Kevin Harvick, on his 700th win of the, of the season. All right. No, it's supposed to be seventh win of the season. Okay. <laughs> that, hey, hey, that comes, that, hey, that comes from uh, – wait a second. What sport does he play? Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Barstool Sports was making fun of uh, whatever they uh, – NBC. It says – the NBC posted 700 Cup Series win, and uh, Barstool was making fun of it. That's what it was. It's the seventh win of the season. Even that's a lot. But I'm saying the same guys keep winning, and the money's not worth betting. I can't get into NASCAR. It's fun if you go to the track, if you go up to Concord. But but even if you bet it, you still it's still so hard to watch. Like you can only watch. Yeah. Y'all ever gone live though? Hmm? No, no. It's a lot more exciting if you're there. Yeah, I went. I went. That's where I had my first beer. Really? Yeah, I was 12. Went to the, the drag night. strip's fun as hell too. Y'all ever done that? No. They got it's uh, free a lot of times to get in. But I don't see the interest in watching guys race for like four seconds. Ah, it's exciting. I don't know. I like maybe, it. Maybe to you. Or to me, uh, it's pointless. What about the dirt track? Have y'all ever done that? I went there once. Uh, my buddy, guy I work with actually races there. Really? Uh, in Lancaster? Or, sorry, Lancaster. Yeah. Lancaster. Yeah, Lancaster. No, it's fun. that's a fun little track. It's almost like being at a high school football game with racing. It's like the vibe I get from it. And it's all local people, which I think is cool, too. The guy, the guy I work with races there, and uh, I still haven't been up there for one of his races, but I think he – Fucked his car up enough to where he's not going to run anymore this year. Yeah. I'm going to try to get out there. It, it, I went there one time. You could bring your own beer. Yeah. Well, you used to be able to. I don't know how it is now, but it's not bad. I mean, it's what is it like 10 bucks for entertainment? Yeah, it's cheap as hell. It's a good time. A lot of wrecks, though, some of the wrecks are fucking crazy, I, too. I mean, I just don't, I don't know, man. I'm just not one to get into. It's like, Everybody keeps saying, you know, country music is not that bad. And it's like, no, nah, yeah, it is. It's something I'll never get into. I like country music. <laughs> you don't like country music either? No, I live the country music lifestyle, though. I come home, I take a beer. <laughs> Fred's living it for sure. <laughs> Fred's uh, the whole Garth Brooks album. 
It's like ninety percent of country music is you have to drink beers and drive a fucking truck, and that's not Fred. Yeah, but if anything, much more rap video. I drank some beer, worked on my fucking Ford. <laughs> Cause Chevy's fucking pussies. <laughs> my wife left me. All I have now is my dog. He's a good dog though. Goes and fetch beers. <laughs> bitch, bitch, trying to take him too. <laughs> I said, look here, Your Honor. Here. Listen here, Rhonda. You might be my cousin, but you ain't taking my <laughs> dog. <laughs> I'll see you at the family reunion. I'll bring fucking Spot. Sweet. One awkward Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> oh, I can't get into country music, though. I, I what does Chris listen to? Probably country. He listens to everything. A lot of, a lot of classic rock. He listens, He can. He does listen to country. He also listens to fucking West Coast rap, which is blows my fucking mind. This dude knows <laughs> like every Ice Cube song, and like he's just 100 West Coast. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. And I was gonna, say, I was gonna like post this on Facebook the other day. It's an unpopular opinion, but Snoop Dogg is fucking trash. Besides uh, yeah. his first album. His first, let me look it up. I want to see what his first album's called. What's it called? Same album that Gin and Juice came on. And see how many good. And it's not even the songs, it's the verses. His fucking, like. Okay, just like the way his voice sounds. If that's the case, then Dre's fucking trash. Who? Who? Dr. Dre's trash. Yeah, I agree. That's what's coming. The yeah, I wouldn't. There is is a uh, Tupac. He was good. Dr. Dre did some good songs with Eminem, though. He was good. He was all right, actually. I mean, but that's a different. Yeah, thing. that's another thing. Easy E's really trash too. If you really listen to it. What about Ice Cube? Ice Cube is a pioneer, but <laughs> Ice Cube really wasn't that great either. Like. Ice Cube. I actually kind of fucked with Ice Cube a little bit. Listen, listen to it, Chris. At the time he came out, it might have been good, but listen to Snoop Dogg songs like "There's the Song with Meek Mill" and on there, and there's an, there's an N word in the title, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> but <laughs> there's that song he's on Eminem's album, which is what like in the '90s, absolute trash. Which Eminem album? Uh, you talking about Snoop? JDLP? Was it? Yeah, Snoop. What song? You, or who are you talking about? Snoop or Dre? Snoop. He wasn't on Slim Shady LP. He was talking about Marshall Matters LP. Or he was a big Snoop dog. 20, uh, 20 pound or 20 inch balls. Back up in the easy, baby. That's a Slim Shady LP. No, Marshall Matters LP. Marshall Matters LP. You know what uh, Eminem song doesn't get enough credit? What up, Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's terrible in that song. Absolutely terrible. So so is Exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> Exhibit's terrible as it is. He just had yeah, fun. I don't like him either. Have y'all ever heard Infinite by Eminem? It was off his first album. Yeah. That's I, actually I a pretty good album. song. Well, I like that I one song. What's it called? Dude, he sounds like a baby. Infinite. The album. I think the album was called Infinite too, wasn't it? Yeah. If, Infinite is, I think, is his first official album. 
Yeah. And I like that song, though. But there's some songs. There were some songs on the Slim Shady LP that I thought was really good five years ago, six years ago, and I listen to it now. I'm like, it just gives me a fucking headache. Yeah, it's I don't know. No, I think he, he took off with a what was his Shady LP took him off. And then he hit Marshall Mathers, and then what was after that? Uh, Eminem show, which was another good one. After that the was Eminem a good show. Is when it went. That was the one that had a. Uh, Superman was on that song or on that album. Superman uh, drips. Um, White America. Oh, My dad's gone crazy. That was a good song. Uh, the song with Nate. The one without oh, me. Uh, without no. He. What was the song where he's like a? Fuck what the fuck. With a Nate America, dog. I, Nate dog might have been drips. No, it was uh, where he's like, I'm a dentist or something, oral hygienist. What the fuck was the name of the song? That that wasn't that wasn't on that album. Yeah, that, it was. Uh, no, it's not. You're thinking of uh, Shake That. Shake no. That, yeah. That was on that album. I'm no, it wasn't. It was on Encore. Oh, was it? Well, Collapse is the song I was This one. Collapse? Yeah, Till I Collapse. Yeah, that was a good song. So I collapse, square, uh, square dance, um, square dance. Think about good. Hollywood. Yeah, he had a, yeah think that about, was a great album. I album. liked recovery. No, I thought it was trash. You didn't like that? Absolute trash. I Eminem, Eminem like switched. Which ones? Were, like, you see, you didn't like Cold Wind Blows. I don't even know what that is. That's just, I listened to the, these albums. Which one was? Which ones? Which ones? Recovery. Is recovery the one with Lil Wayne where it's no love and uh yeah yeah uh, hey, and you know how like when you go on Apple Music that afraid. one was alright no the whole album was trash no I liked that one right. it, it wasn't as good as his old shit but yeah it had some bangers on and the song with Rihanna and that was it his new album was good music to be murdered by I'm about to say that darkness song is fucking good because after yeah. I listened to it the first I was like oh shit he really flipped the switch. No, I think not. Marsh is good on that album. Uh, what's some other good ones on there? Unaccommodating was pretty good, other than the girl who opened for it. Skylar Gray? No, it wasn't Skylar Gray. It was a Young M.A. or something. Oh, you talk about uh, Young M.A. Yeah, I didn't like her part, but I liked his. Oh, that shit was crazy. There was a... a- there was a song on Madden with Young M.A., and I swear to God, I thought that was a dude. Yeah. Well, she's uh, gay, I think. Like, she tries yeah, to she be more masculine. Yeah. Uh, she's more masculine than three of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All three of She's not bad. Definitely. I drink my beer, and I come home. And <laughs> she's got some cool music videos, though. I'll give her that. I work on my phone. I go, I go to my job in the morning. Just to pay for my bro. And my speaking car. of fucking rappers, Kevin Gates, bro, lost a shit ton of fucking weight. Did he? Yeah, that dude's slim. I really liked him. Uh, he I still like Rick Ross too. a lot too. Bose. Oh. Bose. Bose. Oh. Dude, I can't believe he was a fucking corrections officer before he started rapping. Yeah. Hey, still one of the uh, I like Rick Ross, though. He, he stole the inmate's fucking name. 
that I mean, he stole his whole fucking lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know who he else? should know that dude royalties or something. And I like I never really liked him as much because he's a Philly guy, and I, <laughs> he was always talking about the Eagles and shit. But Meek Mill, man, Meek Mill's songs go so hard. Yeah. You want to get hyped up a little bit? Put some. Exactly. I used to like Lil John just for the, that hype factor he had. Oh, he put on a throw it up. Yeah, Pastor Troy. Think you want to? Yeah, they used to play Lil John albums on repeat. Our weight, like when we had a weight training for summer football practice, they used to play Lil John the entire fucking time. Yeah, so jack you up. You get, yep. you get uh, you get subs in your car is a like one of the first things you go to. And, uh, Usher's, yeah, they used to play the shit out of that song. <laughs> it's like every fourth fucking song is Usher. What was his album called? Crump uh, something? Who, Lil John? Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was a red red album with the the East Side Boys on, or the Yin Gang, I think it was. No, no, it was East Side. Whatever it was. East Side Boys, I know what you're talking about. It was, yeah, I, I think it was called Crump Music or some shit like that. Round two. <laughs> Most underrated rapper of all time, Method Man. Who? Method this Man? This is shit John Blaze. This is John yes. Blaze. shit John Blaze. I think of Method Man, Fred. Dude, I like NF a lot. Los is the most underrated rapper. NF is underrated. Yeah, well, I've been listening to a lot of his too. stuff lately. You ever listen to Lowe's? Listen to Lowe's, bro. That shit is fucking a banger. I've never heard of him. Missing out, dude. Smitty, what's that song? The Adams Family. The Adams Family. Say hey, yeah. What's, what song is that? He's called Say Yeah. What is it? Uh, say the- Yeah. I got to listen to that again. Good Night. Good Night is by far my favorite song by him. Good Night's Hot Fire. I think it was called Say Yeah, the, the way he did the Whiskey Leaper beat. Y'all listen to any rock music? Yeah. I like a lot of the 70s. What music. is it? Like, you ever uh, listen to A Day to Remember, but live? No. That shit gets That's, you hype as fuck. No. It's a lot different than how no, it is no. on the albums. The dude, like, screams the whole time, but it's it'll get you hype as hell. Mm. Marilyn Manson has an album too from '99 that's all live. That shit's hype as hell too. It's the best workout album ever. Live in like '99. Huh? I saw Marilyn Manson live in like '99. Did you? Yeah. Was it good? Was that when he got banned from Charlotte? It was at Ozfest. That was like best fucking. It was 2001 actually. It was the best lineup ever. It was him. uh, Not was there. Uh, Ozzy with Black Sabbath, uh, Disturbed, Lincoln Park, uh, Papa Roach. There was, there was all kinds of people there. Disturbed was around in 01. I thought they didn't take off until yeah. Down to the Sickness came out. That was before, I think it was before 01. Because they were playing no, at Lakewood Blue Call Stadiums. Out. I won free tickets. We went to a, uh, <laughs> my dad was already going to go. I think he was going to take Jeremy. And Where'd they do it at? The amputator? Yeah, I think so. I won free tickets and I got you into this. Like, we went to this like pre-show like a couple days ahead of time and they did a drawing 
And I just said, fuck it, man. I'm 11, dude. I do this shit. <laughs> I won two free tickets, and it was like VIP tickets. You got seats like down in the actual seats, and you got uh, access to the Bud Light tent. Yeah. And for me, for Yoohoo's, which was top notch. <laughs> But we would take turns just, like, swapping the passes back and forth, and we'd go in there. My parents would get free beer. We'd go down and see certain people. I got to go down there and see uh, Black Shadow. It's pretty cool. Best concert I ever went to was uh, ACDC when they did that world tour after Black Ice came out. That was one of the best concerts I'd ever seen in my life when they came to Charlotte. Only concert I've ever been to is Billy Joel, and that shit was high fire. I would go to a Billy Joel concert. I'm glad Smitty, I saw ACDC. Smitty's brother and dad were both there. That was pretty really? fun. Yeah, they had better seats than I did. Yeah. I'm glad I got to see ACDC yeah, when I was great. young because that dude lost his hearing and they had to stop touring. All right, so here's all people that Yeah, Lee Singer. Black Sabbath, Slipknot, Tool, Papa Roach, Disturbed, Motivane, Black Label Society, Black Sabbath, Marilyn Manson, Slipknot, Papa Roach, Lincoln Park, Crazy Town, um, Johnny Pool, when they were big. Damn. Like, I just and Tool was there too. That shit probably was hot fire. Yeah. Tool came out with a new album last year. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, they're, they're By the way, Down With The Sickness came out in 2000. Did it? What's that? The people, make a, people made a big deal out of that Tool album. I've never really been in Tool. I like them. I think Maynard's cool as hell. You know what's right. fucking good as hell is Nine Inch Nails. They were one of my top hear, bands growing up. When I hear Nine Inch Nails, I always think about the MM one. It was crazy as uh, Johnny Cash covered Hurt. I always thought that Nine Inch Nails did a cover of Johnny Cash's song, but he actually did a cover of their song. I think of Nine Inch Nails, I think of Closer. And I think of, uh, I want to say it was Con Air, where they just used that, uh, just the beat of the song or whatever, the intro to, to the movie. Con Air, uh, oh, yeah. With uh, what's his face? Um, Nicholas Nicholas Cage, Cage, who butchers a southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) How can you fuck it up? So easy. You know who could have played that role really well? It's Chris. Anybody? Yeah, me. (laughs) Oh, Chris. Chris would have been perfect. Chris, he's got the hair for it and everything. (laughs) Yeah, Dave Chappelle was pinball in that movie, dude. Was he? Yeah, he got ran over by the uh, airplane, and they dropped oh, his ass okay, out. Yeah. You know, dude, I was watching the Dave Chappelle stand-up show from, I think, the Laugh Factory from years ago. Y'all yeah. remember Kramer from the Seinfeld yep. show? He got the end yeah. He Yeah, he fucking lost it at the Laugh Factory, and then Chappelle was on, like, the next week or a month, like, whatever it was. But he goes, feel a little weird standing up. Up here with this sign behind me, all I can think about is Kramer. <laughs> Dude, I fucking lost. I don't know why it was so funny, but I saw him back to back on this YouTube video, like his freak out and then Chappelle making fun of it. That was a goat, right? Huh? Yeah. 
He's like, then he goes, man, if you want to say that word, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Someone Chappelle wants to send us a, goat, a message on Instagram. I would have to say, I would have to say, hands down, Bill Burr has to be second, bro. Yeah, but then you, then you go into the – see, for us, it's easy to say Bill Burr. But for people that are a little bit older, they might go down the, the Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Not, not many – some people say uh, – not saying Kennison, but uh, who's the other one? Uh, Dice Clay, which, I mean – Dice Clay is Dice just didn't do it for me, but they didn't do it. I'd rather Sam than Dice, but um, I'll go. Betty hates Sam's. Yeah, I'll go Chappelle, then Bird, then Pryor, then Murphy, and probably Chris Rock. You don't got Dangerfield anywhere in there? I don't like him. I probably have. I probably have. Uh, I probably have Dangerfield up in my top five. But just yeah, just him because that slapstick. But Tom Segura might be up there too now. I mean, personally, I love Tom Segura. He's so funny just in general. Like on his podcast, he has me laughing. Like just the way he he just so sarcastic about everything. He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but people the way they talk, dude. Theo Vaughn, the way he talks. Dude, his, he's a storyteller. That's what, I like Theo Vaughn for that. Yeah, it, but it sounds like it, it's so weird because like you can't tell what's true and what's not. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Someone posted a quote from when he was on Rogan's show, and it was like they had a bunch of motivational quotes. And you had to swipe to read them. The last one was Theo Vaughn. It said, "Yeah, owls don't have a lot of meat on them. You're gonna need to kill at least two owls to feed your family." Theo yeah. Vaughn. And then before that, it was a bunch. It was like Martin Luther King. <laughs> a bunch of. From that conversation where he was talking about it, but then he talked about it on a separate podcast. I think it was the Fire and the Kid, where yeah. he about how his sister would kill owls and eat them. And then he was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this because I think eating owls is illegal." <laughs> What's well, what Rogan said? Rogan was like, "I'm pretty sure it's illegal to eat owls." He goes, "No, we weren't eating owls." After he went on this 20 minute thing about it, he <laughs> was on uh, the Real World, or everyone. Huh? He was he was on the show. On MTV, real world or uh, real before world. he got big, but he was on there at the same time as Tom Segura's wife. Yeah, he was on there when he was in college. He went to uh, yeah, what fucking school? Arizona State or something? Is that where he went? Not that much, but Bert went. To he was Florida talking somewhere, about I thought. It. Bill Bert uh, Kreischer went to Florida State University. Yeah, Florida State. Ted Bundy did some work down there at Florida State. Yeah, I bet he did. That's where he got caught. I see the fucking day. <laughs> That's what got him executed. I see the quote the other day on Facebook. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it said any girl, it, it said Ted Bundy's quote said any girl could be a squirter if you cut the right artery. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was telling God. Josh earlier when I dropped Maisie off, anybody who writes on a fucking bathroom wall, has to be there has to be some kind of mental issue there. <laughs> I'm uh, drop Maisie off. Have you never been taking a shit though, and looked up and just wanted to add on? Oh, I have added on. Uh-huh. I have not. I uh, I was taking a piss and I looked up and it said Trump was the best president ever. And I was like, oh, that sounds about right for this location that I'm in. It would be a Trump supporter writing on the walls, and then to the right of it, it says 
it's uh, there's no such thing as rape in prison. It's called snuggle struggle. <laughs> and I was like, Dude, the funniest <laughs> troll shit before social media was around. When people want to troll something, you get your buddy's name, and you'd be like free blowjobs, put their number on the stall. <laughs> yeah, they put a girl's number on the wall. <laughs> but then I think about it, bro. You got random people shitting, jerking off, and pissing in that order, in that bathroom. Like it's disgusting. Oh, like Josh. Yeah, he just knocking down two. Oh, well, yeah. Have you heard that Dan Cook? Yeah, Josh would just you know he shits and he said. Someone wrote on the walls like Mike was here, and then someone added someone else added in with an arrow says, and Mike's a fag. And then Mike comes back and he's like, Damn, I was here, but not as a fag. <laughs> Dan Cook was funny back in the day. <laughs> he's terrible now. Hey, live bet. Yeah, when he's stealing jokes. Side, but was he? Oh, oh, yeah, he I got busted before Andy Schumer. Should I play? Yeah, some? he got busted way back in the day. What's the bet? The Vegas Golden Knights. Minus 125 against the Canucks. Mm, I'll tell you right now. Flip it. Call it in the air. Smitty, heads and tails. Yes. Tails is bet it. Tails is bet it. You got it. Heading it. All right. So <coughs> it is the 23rd. Vegas starts in about 20 minutes. Then the win. Minus 195. 400. So we'll see what happens. If we can laugh when did they all. legalize gambling in North Carolina? They haven't. <laughs> you hear they're trying to build. Yeah, they're building a casino in uh, next year. We will be. Yeah, Kings Mountain. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to build one up there. It's only like 45 minutes away. It'll be great. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be working overtime to pay for that. <laughs> my job. Realistically, isn't Kings Mountain right on the other side of Gastonia? Yeah. Yeah, so that's probably, what, 45 to an hour? It's an hour and 20 from my house. If they yeah, put a so casino there, they'd be making shitloads of money. Yes. It should be done by next summer. So they start construction? Yeah, like three weeks ago. Oh, there's a petition to try to stop it. I'll tell you right now. I feel like there's more people that want it there than don't. Yeah, well, the degenerates like me and Smitty, we're going to want it. You know what's going to happen is two years after that casino opens, they're going to steal that World Series of Poker when they come around. It's closer to Charlotte. They're just going to stop. Yeah, there's just enough stop for them. But with that being closer to Charlotte, they'll have a lot more entries than they will up in Cherokee. Just, what, two and a half hours from here? Surprise, man. People travel. Y'all ever played it? Yeah, me oh, and yeah, Smitty Fred both did. Played, yeah. uh, it was my first year at uh, Hudson Fence Supply. Uh, me, Smitty, and uh, who was uh, Easton? Yeah. Went to first hand. First hand, I almost knocked a guy out. I had pocket sevens, he had pocket aces. And I flopped trips. And this dude apparently had won a tournament. I can't remember what, which one it was. Or he, like, he was a professional player. We were at the same table. What's that? Yeah, we were at the same table. Yeah. I was going to say, and, 
turns out at that table, it wasn't just him. There was like three other guys that were professionals. What was the entry yeah. to get into that? 250? 400. 400? 365. Yeah, that's what it is. What's the last place you can win at? It's usually 10% of the field. Or, um, I think it was like 80th place or something like that. Or It's not too bad. First time I ever went up there, I finished in like 14th, I think. How much you get? Yeah. It wasn't that much. It was 1,500, I think. 18. And you put 1,800 and you put down 465? Uh, 365. Yeah, it's top heavy. It is real top. You could have done a lot better just playing a regular tournament up there. No, no, you can't, though. Really? The ones they do, the blinds go so fucking quick that it's just like a fucking buck fest, really. I mean, you you can get away with being good, but it's you got to be luckier than good. I remember the first night me, him, and Easton went up there. We uh, we got to the hotel room, and then we're like, "Fuck, let's go to the casino." We were playing for a little bit. I don't think we played that much the first night because we, yeah, we we got, were getting ready for. We got. I mean, we didn't get that? We didn't get up there late. We just got out there. We played cash for a little bit, but we all sat at the same table. It was weird. It was I mean, weird, and then on top of that, it was like. I can't remember. There was some dude that was fucking like straddling and fucking raising every fucking hand. I hate when people do that shit. It's so fucking aggravating. Do it at the casino because that's every fucking hand up there. But Dude, uh, I had an idea for a podcast the other day. Gambling? We should Gambling? do one. Huh? Gambling? Yeah, we should do a podcast. Us playing cards. Just set up some mics. No, do it like a year. Show. That'd be the worst podcast ever. No, put a big amount of money down. It was the worst podcast ever. No, I think people watch. We Worse did like than 30, this one. 30 grand each. You'd be better off if you bought a PlayStation and we all played golf. <laughs> one, I'm but, not uh, buying a PlayStation. Two, I would not there was a golf. There was a dude at a Cherokee that first night that everybody stopped what they were doing because he bought in for like 25000 because that's like the, the next day was the tournament. And some guy bought in for twenty five grand at I can't remember what was it was a two five table, Omaha. Something like that. But uh I had to be higher than dude. But whatever it was, like we looked over and this dude had nothing but black chips, like just fucking rows and rows of them. And I was like, I was Jesus still I, I remember you guys told me about it. I was still playing because Easton busted out early at our table. I was still playing for and then you guys like went off downstairs. I remember though when that you, was that was a tournament night. That was you talk about the tournament day. I'm talking about the night before. No, I I I sat at the table. Easton busted out, and I sat at the table for a while while you guys the catch. Yeah. We played roulette that day too. I think that was that was tournament day. Roulette was definitely tournament day because you uh you put your money in, and I was nailing numbers. Remember when that fucking dealer, he was like, if you guys want to win, play 20. And fucking sure enough, 20 comes out. And he's like, all right, one more time. You want to win, play 20. I'm like, oh, shit, this dude means business. <laughs> yeah, that was tournament day, though. There. Uh, I remember uh, you you put like 150 bucks. And then you were like, hey, man, this is all I'm playing the rest of the day. And I was like, fuck it, man. Gave you some numbers. One of them would hit. Gave you some numbers it would miss. Gave you a couple more numbers it would hit. 
we hit like four in a row. You built you built the money back up enough that you were like, fuck it. Here, take a hundred bucks out of this. We'll go play cash. Yeah. And then um, I busted out of the tournament. Uh, the day I busted out of the tournament, I went to um, Blackjack Table. And Easton had – he was tapped out. So I sat down at $100, and I think the – the minimum you play was like $10 or $5, 15 one of those. And this Asian dude sits right next to me to my left. So we're the last two to act. The guy to the right of me is a Boston guy, and he's never played blackjack before. So we basically told the guy, look, we'll teach you the ropes. Just don't do anything unless we tell you to do it. Dude, we go from $100, and the Asian dude had like way more than me. I think he probably bought in for like 5 we we fucking I had five hundred. He's buying me fucking shots of shit I don't even know. <laughs> fucking love Asian gamblers, by the way. They're fucking the biggest degenerates of the world, but they're amazing. That's not even a, that's not even an insult. They really are. Though. They love gambling. Mm-hmm. You go so, up and you expect to see like the movies where like there's a bunch of young people just screaming. That's not how it is. You go up there, you see old people, and you see fucking Asians. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And so this guy, like, he's buying me Heineken's and he's buying me these shots and shit. And we're fucking hugging like we know each other. Heineken. Yeah. Is that that beer you made fun of me for drinking? This guy's buying you beer. Yeah. Heineken's? <laughs> hey, man. I don't give a fuck. The dude had fucking times five my money. So then he looks at me and he goes, I have a good feeling about this next hand. Shove it. I was like, what? He's like, put 500 down on the table. I was like, dude, we worked three hours for this shit. <laughs> All right, ship him. <laughs> dude, I like the guy to my right has like a 12. I have a 13. He has a 14. Dealer has a six showing. Mm, you all got to hit. So we get it because we're hugging each other. As we're hugging each other, the fucking kid from Boston hits and took his 10. Mm. So I'm like, oh my God. Me and the Asian dude stand. Dude had 16 fucking flips of five over for 21. Oh. And we cursed the fucking shit out of this guy from Boston. For 15 fucking dollars you hit? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to give you the fucking 15. (laughs) I was so fucking pissed. It was just sick. Because it's like the greatest thing you can see. It's like. You know, you know, when when you first go in. Like, either entrance, there's always slot machines, right? But they're always, like, the smaller machines, like the penny machines. Those are the ones that hit more, I'm pretty sure. But so we walk in. I went there with my dad. We went there to play the poker tournament. And I think it was uh, – I think that it was a two-day tournament, and I made the second day. And it started at, like, 11. Or, no, it started at, like, 12. But we had to check out of the room at 11. So we had some time to kill while we were just fucking walking around. So we, we were just walking around, didn't really want to play anything. And we walk into the high roller room, which they just let you in. You could just walk right into the high roller room. And there's nobody there to, to, like, stop you. So we're just fucking walking around watching. And seriously, every blackjack table was nothing but Asians. And, like, 80% of them was Asian women. So, But we're walking around, and we see this, uh, we see this old lady sitting at the slot machine. And we're like, damn, she's in the high roller meet, or high roller room playing slot, uh, slot machines. What the fuck is going What does this spin have to be? 
Dude, she was playing a hundred dollars a spin. Every time she would spin and she would lose, she would pull this little uh, bag out. And in the bag, she had a stack of hundreds, like probably this big. It had to be, had to be ten grand, bro. It had to be ten thousand dollars in hundreds. And she would just every every spin. She would put like a bunch in at once and then spin. Every single spin, she would put a hundred dollars in, spin, and then put another hundred dollars in the spin. It's fucking wild. I wonder how those people get that kind of money, though, man. I mean, I, she had to have had a good job, good something. She had, good ex-marriage. She, she, she had a stack of money in her little bag to the point where, like, she would have to ask somebody to help her to her car when she left. That's wild, yeah. man. And she just spent it. I want to get like a hundred grand in hundreds just to fucking have. I want to just like. Well, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. If you want updates on future shows or have ideas on how we can improve, follow us on Instagram at JJFCPod. That's JJFCPOD. And shoot us a message. We'll see you next week. Thank you.